0: What's up you guys? Bella Rose from Tech City back again with the Tech City podcast. How is everyone doing? The month of March is uh, about done and I know it has been quite an interesting month. 2021 has not been without its own drama and very interesting occurrences. But thankfully the month of March set aside to celebrate women was something that a lot of us took advantage of. So big shout out once again to all the women who work here at Tech City and every woman as well who interacts, shares, watches and just gets on board with all the content that we put out from tech city we appreciate you and we celebrate you this month and every time of the year as well so in today's episode of the podcast, I've got very interesting stuff to share with you. You have seen the title, and I'm sure you can't wait for me to dig in and have your opinions. And what I would like for you to do as you listen to the podcast is to please tweet stuff at me. Let me know what you're listening to. Let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what parts of the podcast you find interesting and uh, your opinions as well and some of the stories that we'll be sharing, all right? So please do that with the hashtag, The Tech City Podcast. That's The Tech City Podcast on Twitter. Or anywhere else and make sure that you tag us at Tech City NG on Twitter or on Instagram. And also maybe you want to at me at Bella Rose as well. Today on the podcast, I want to quickly share about something that happened, of course, in the month of March. And it was with regards to kuda Bank, uh, raising a $25 million fund in their series A round led by Valar Ventures. That was really, really major. Um, and one of the reasons why I personally was excited about this was because I have been a Cuda bank user for uh, in excess of one year. Speaking of which, they delivered my card to me which days if. Yeah, it, it, another card. I should, I should check for it. <laughs> I had one before and I can't remember what even happened, but then I requested for a new one or something weird like that. But I remember that someone called to say, Bella, your Kudabank card is coming to you. And yeah, I quite like Kuda Bank. And I remember that the first time I heard of Kudabank, I thought, okay, this is interesting. Because of my involvement in the tech space in Nigeria, uh, often I get wind of certain startups and I without necessarily being reached out to sometimes when I hear about these startups and when I hear about these companies I try to be a first user I, I try to download these things try to use them and if they work for me I preach that the gospel of that platform or that startup to everyone in my circle so I'm telling people I download this app or use it to. it is useful for xyz if you have questions please ask me and I need to say this I just need to say this so I can clear the air no one actually but well, majority of them don't pay me for it, particularly in the tech space. So it's not like, oh, Bella, help us do this and we'll pay you for it. More often than not, I'm just always really excited and very, you know, just so fascinated by these ideas. And I feel like other people who are my friends should also hear about it. And that's the thing I have done with Piggy Vest, with Curry Wise, with Bamboo. And also with CUDA. So I'm telling people download the application. It's useful for X, Y, and Z. It does this and that for you. And while we're on the topic, in fact, I was going to do a special episode on the show on on Tech City on our YouTube channel. Just talking about CUDA Bank with regards to how they really literally help you save money as a bank. Right? They're not paying for this. Why am I doing so much hype like this? Okay. But I'll just say this because it's been on my mind for, for at least a year. When you send money on CUDA Bank, when whatever transaction you 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 make on CUDA Bank, whether you buy airtime for yourself or you send money to someone or whatever else it is, it takes from that money and saves it back into your account. So if, for instance, you spend five hundred naira, it saves five naira for you. If you do it, if you do ten thousand naira, it saves a hundred naira for you. And I think that's really incredible. That is really a bank that helps you save. And I'm going to stop there and go for other things that I want to talk about on the podcast. But I just need to you know that so you understand um, some of the things that perhaps you would expect your bank to do for you your traditional bank to do for you which they don't do but then again someone has thought about this and said you know what there's a way to help people actually save their money as they spend you know so i I just thought to mention that but going back to you know the series a uh fund round that uh, kuda bank recently got um it's interesting for us to touch on that because when you look at the trajectory of this company you see that they have actually been quite successful Um, this Series A funding that they got follows their $10 million raise that happened in November of last year. And of course, lots of people talked about it. They cheered Bank on because at the time, they said it was the largest seed round by an African startup. Um, And also around last year, they had about 300,000 customers, right? In the, you know, using the application, which according to information was a mix of individuals and sole proprietor businesses. So businesses also we're using Kuda Bank individuals like you and me we're also using Kuda Bank and they were processing reportedly an average of 500 million dollars worth of transactions per month per month now between november and february this year Kuda Bank says they now have more than times two of the number of customers they had in november last year as of february this year they said they had 650,000 customers and that's really interesting it is interesting because when the news about Kuda Bank Processing that amount of funding went went, went public, people began to backtrack to how Big Brother Nigeria uh, star Erika Nlewedim was announced a brand ambassador for Kudabank in February of this year. Now, I'll just give you a backstory around that. Um, Before that news was announced that she was the new brand ambassador, I followed Kudabank on Twitter. And so I saw some of their posts. They were talking to their followers to suggest um, brand ambassadors for them and all of that. And because, again, I'm kind of like, in, I'm in the tech space as well. So I, I kind of know some of the people who may not necessarily exist in some spaces, but who are worthy ambassadors, right? And that's because, again, who's an ambassador really? It's not someone that talks about the brand. You know, it's like, that's the, I guess, dictionary definition of who an ambassador is. But, you know, when it comes to stuff like this, yeah, the definition is kind of flipped on its head. So anyway, when that news went out, I re- I saw that Jesse Oguns, who happens to be a one-time tech journalist, um, reviewer of gadgets, and now is, you know, neck deep into a lot of other things from um, virtual investments and whatnot to foreign exchange and stocks and all of that financial education, is someone who's also talked a lot about Kuda Bank Benro as well, who you know is sort of like an OG in the tech space, particularly when it comes to using platforms. Also, is one person who equally talks about Kuda Bank. So I know these people as people who talk about this product. And so when that news went out with Kuda Bank looking for ambassadors, these guys were talking about it. And because they talk about Kuda Bank on their own without being influenced, in fact, they are the ones who are influencing people to use the application people were mentioning them in Cuda Bank's thread to make them ambassadors. Now, of course, as you know, they may not have, they they do not have the clout that your reality stars have. They don't have the followership. Uh, their influence is completely different. It is, it's a lot different and will not go there. But of course, because these guys have fans as well, and their fans love for them to have ambassadorial deals, we saw that these guys also had their names mentioned. So I'm talking your reality stars, your musicians, your actors and actresses, your influencers on social media. Their names are also being mentioned. Now, um, eventually, of course, it seemed like they had already made up their minds and maybe even done all the... Photo shoots and whatnot before coming on Twitter to ask that question. When the announcement was then made, a few people were, I guess, disappointed because you, you think to yourself, is this person someone who will actually make the brand become a thing, you know, with its users, right? Will will people actually use the product? Will they actually download the application? Will they will they use it to send money? Will they use it for their daily transactions and all of these things? Are they going to be functional? That's what I was looking for. Are they going to be functional users of this product? And there were lots of questions around that. People were saying, no, you are a hater if you are asking these questions. There were also talks around why the dominant color in the uh, communication material was yellow and not purple. Because, of course, we, for those of us who have been using Kodabank for a while, you know that purple is the dominant color in the branding right of the of the company so it was weird when we saw yellow and it's like oh yellow really wow (laughs) and yeah there was a lot of vitriol that was just all over the place for anyone who had anything negative or who was trying to critique the communication material and all of those things fast forward to early this month right when the news about the series a fund was announced people said yes we told you our faith, so fans of Erica and Lewidim are called elites. Our faith made this possible. It's because of her that the investors said they will put their money into the business. And so, while it may not have been an actual conversation that was had on social media, because Nigerians have seen just how passionate fans of these reality stars can be and how they can take a serious issue and you know just turn it into a, a seriously stand issue uh people chose to just thread carefully and not make that a big deal but in some circles these these conversations were being had people were saying oh come on now Erica is a great person. She's she she has got influence. But come on. An investor would not say because of Erica that they're going to put their money in a in the startup now. Let's be realistic. And some said, Well, why do you say so? And this is interesting because about a week or so before that announcement was made, I was preparing for an interview on Channels TV and I was going through uh just kind of refreshing my memory on some of the things that an investor would typically want from a company they want to invest in and of course users the, the number of users how scalable the product is you know its usability as well the number of people that are on it etc where things that kept cropping up because of course these are things that investors are looking for and so in some of the circles that I exist in where these questions were being asked and how people were saying, look, it is impossible that it's because of Erica, this company was able to get this amount of uh, funding and some said, it is definitely possible. I then asked one person who was pretty vocal about the possibility of Erica being a brand ambassador uh, and and how much impact that made. I said, do you as an elite, you as a fan of Erica, do you use Kuda Bank? And she said, yes, I do. I said, did you use Kuda Bank uh, before or after Erica was named brand ambassador? And she said it was after Erica. Erica was named Brand Ambassador. And I said, have you used the application for transactions? Have you have you set it up beyond downloading it? Have you actually set it up to use it? And she said, yes, I have. And I said, you know what? I will take that as a metric. I will wholeheartedly take that as a metric and say, I will use this person as a sample size for every other person who is a fan of Erica's, who perhaps is is arguing very passionately about how their fave was the reason why the bank got this fund that it got Uh, but of course again with a pinch of salt because beyond that you you think about other things that contribute to uh what the company definitely wants to achieve right with with this product out there the transactions processed of course the customer base um and of course even the, the 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 investors themselves right in the event that whatever it is that they are hoping happens with the bank does not happen, will they still hold on to the fact that, well, we have got a number base or we have got an influential person? Will that now be enough reason to uh, perhaps keep supporting the brand? Will that be enough reason to keep pumping money, for lack of a better word, into the startup? These are questions that need to be asked. But it does make me question um, just how much, how much, how much uh, hold... Right, influencers have, and how much inf- impact they can make in things like this now. I, it's, this is not a, oh, yes, she's the reason why they got the funding or no, she's not the reason why they got the funding. It's just let us explore the possibility, explore the the reality of things. OK, let, when we sit back and think about it. it well, you know, that that definitely must have given them a major boost. It must have given them a bump of sorts and must have been one more puzzle that fit into the grand scheme of things with regards to getting the bank to where they perhaps want to be. Whether that makes sense Technically speaking, and when I say technically speaking, in the long run, you know, um, in the passage of time, how are we able to uh, confidently say, Oh, yes, this was the this was the best decision these guys could have made? Or would it have been better if they used someone who is more technically inc- who's more, or would it have been better if they used someone who is more technologically inclined, etc.? Are questions that you would have to answer on your own. However, I'm going to draw parallels with the information about Prince Harry now being a tech bro. Now, if you say that Erica did not deserve to be signed on as an ambassador for Cuda Bank, for whatever reason, then riddle me this. The Duke of Sussex joining Silicon Valley as chief impact officer for a mental health startup called BetterUp. Are there any major differences? Think about it. So, again, in the month of March, a spokesperson for Prince Harry confirmed that Prince Harry was now chief impact officer at BetterUp. Now, Better Up is a startup that provides coaching and mental health services to clients. And the company also has listed Prince Harry as part of their leadership team, describing him as humanitarian, a military veteran, a mental wellness advocate, and an environmentalist. So he joins the startup weeks after he and Megan, of course, had that interview and just Revealed a lot of interesting things to Oprah Winfrey, detailing their decision to leave the United Kingdom and step back from senior roles in the British Royal Family. They are also now living in California, the USA, and they have addressed that the strain that the royal life had on their mental health at some point, at some point, may have led Meghan to consider societal thoughts. Now, it's interesting that we are mentioning this, and maybe it may not be the right parallel to draw or whatever else it is, but. You know, this is someone who is not necessarily a tech, tech, technologically inclined person. I, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say that. Because um, when you look at his JD, his job description as Chief Impact Officer, they say that Harry at BetterUp is expected to have input into product strategy decisions, and charitable contributions, and advocates publicly on topics related to mental health and um even though BetterUp has been asked questions about more information, basically, they have chosen not to comment on particularly how much he will be paid as chief impact officer at uh, BetterUp. So, you know, think about this. Think about it and how, how he is now, you know, getting into the tech space and perhaps his, his credentials <laughs> and how they come to play while it's not exactly the same thing that he is doing that I'm comparing with, you know, the reality star, Eric and Louis Dim, it it begs the question of, you know, why he is being... Named Chief Impact Officer. I like how they use the word "impacts" there. So it's not exactly a—it's it's, not—it's not the most technological term ever. It's kind of specific. It's pretty explicit what he will be doing there and all of that. But of course, there are now debates naturally, just like we debate debates around the Kuda and Erica situation. There are now debates about—is it because he's Prince Harry? Oh, is it because he's now coming out of the real family? Some people are, of course, even debating why he had to grant that interview in the first place and how, oh, this was the plan from the get go and how, oh, so all of a sudden he's now what trying to rub shoulders with people who are having to slave every night coding and doing all of all those things in the back end and all of that. There are questions and there are debates around that. But like I said before, this is not a is it a right or a wrong thing. It is just exploring the possibility and maybe in fact breaking down some of these some of these perceived walls and barriers that exist for whatever reason. And also maybe it is also demystifying to a very large extent the people who are able to play in the tech space by reason of their background by reason of, you know, their um by reason of their, their, their qualification and whatever else it is that they were doing prior to the time that they became a part of tech startups and whatever their roles are as well these are some of the conversations that people are of course having and it may also be a thing that will rub off negatively on the tech ecosystem generally speaking because there are people who are in these spaces who feel like they have what it takes to be the ones to represent these startups at whatever level and they are not being given the opportunity to instead maybe more popular people more people facing people are the ones who are being chosen to head some of these departments, or take on some of these roles as well. So let me know what your thoughts are. I'm, I, I, I am a bit. Um undecided about it. So for me, it's just possibilities. I'm just it's just possibilities. Let's explore. Let's let's explore and explore and explore and explore as much as we possibly can. Um, so yeah, let me know what your thoughts are. Twitter at TechCityNG. NG, and of course, tweet at me as well using the hashtag TechCityPodcast. Before we go, and on a slightly lighter note, American rapper the game has uh, gone viral for advising his fellow men to, wait for it, delete Instagram if they genuinely want to remain faithful to their wives. That is the most interesting thing I ever heard. Now, he took to Twitter uh, to share that piece of advice, saying, there are so many beautiful women in the world, especially these days. Even when you get you a bad blip, Soon as you got her, you see another one you think is better. Then you got to have that one and repeat this process until you have lost them all one by one. Find your wife and the lead IG, he tweeted. (laughs) And this has naturally caused a lot of back and forth and debates about, well, yeah, there's always going to be someone finer even for the men there is always going to be a more handsome man out there there's always going to be a richer man out there there's always going to be a man who's got who's got ripped more ripped abs than the one that you're with there's always going to be a man who's perhaps more intelligent than the one that you're with and this all boils down to contentment maybe i actually have a i have i have a, a an articulate uh, opinion on this, <laughs> a, a fully formed opinion on this, it is about contentment. It is about contentment. I cannot stress it enough. You definitely, things are going to want to catch your eye, things are going to want to distract you from whatever direction you're facing, whether it is in a relationship or in a marriage or anything else for that matter, heck, even life, generally speaking, people tend to want to distract you because of the things that they have, the things that they have been able to achieve and all of that. But yo, stay in your lane. That's it. Stay in your lane. But at the same time, if you feel like getting off social media will help you you stay content, by all means, do it by all means do it but in the event that maybe the business that you do or whatever it is that puts food on your table will require that you maybe have an account on social media for instance then what are you going to do are you not going to blame it on instagram will you blame it on ig bro if your right eye causes you to sin cut it out go figure (laughs) but your contentment um has to first do with addressing the issue. What is the problem? Do I admit that this is a problem? Do I have roving eyes? Am I an Ojuko Koro like Nigerians, particularly like the Yoruba would call it? Um am I am I just super envious and wanting what other people have? You know, it's 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 a rat race. It really is a rat race. So find contentment and yeah uh, live live with it. Okay? That's about all I have time for today. Thank you so much for listening. Would you consider deleting Instagram because you want to work on your lack of contentment or self-control maybe let me know on twitter at tech at belarus o hashtag the tech city podcast i hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the podcast if you have not liked our podcast channel just yet why now now is a good time to do so please like the podcast share to everyone in your circle and let me know what your thoughts are as well if you're listening on encore you can totally send me a message a voice message that we could potentially air on the podcast sometime soon. So download the application, leave us a voice message, a reply, a question, a response, an opinion, whatever. And I would absolutely love to include that in the next episode. Don't forget to please share this podcast as well to everyone in your circle. And when I come your way again, next time I will be sharing something even more interesting. Bil-